furnace with Robert. It's furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. We are so close to having a full furnace. Like, we're legit all in the house, but... <laughs> this is with Leos. <laughs> so so close, but so far away. <laughs> so we're just going to get into it. If Moses joins us later, he joins us. If not, we're going to have to wait until next week. Cool. So, mm. um, this week... I feel like a, a lot's happened over the past week. Okay. Um, none of which you'll be savvy to, Peter. You, you might be savvy to a bit of it. So we had um, Nipsey Hussle's death. Yeah, I know. I, I, I knew that. You yeah. know about that? We talked about that on the um, podcast last week. Oh, did you? Yeah, I think we 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 uh, we yeah we we touched on it. Okay, and then what else happened? Um, Jay Huss got freed from prison. Yeah, I'm not savvy to that. <laughs> Don't know. Who that is? No, do I care? If you knew, you would care. Anyway, and and WrestleMania happened last week. Yeah, I heard of that. And you hear that Kofi Kingston won the won the channel. I heard of that. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was such a great moment. Why? But no. well, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> what do you mean why? Okay. Someone said, someone said of uh, Ronda Rousey because she left UFC because she started losing. Oh. She got beaten up so bad, and so she went to WWE. She's still losing. Oh no, no! So like this match was like the first match that she lost since she's been there. Yeah. Oh okay. And and and, and like even the way that she lost, it wasn't like like she got dominated. Mm-hmm. It was like one that was questionable. Okay. And like yeah. I, I don't know if I agreed with that kind of finish. Okay. I, I feel like she 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 should have been dominated at the end, but first opinion. Anyway, so with like all these things that's happening, this made me think a lot about. Role models, okay. Because in in like these three situations, it makes me think about role models. So like with like Nipsey Hussle, mm. um, like the work that he did has like brought all these different people within. I think he lives in LA. Uh, Crenshaw, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So 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 he, he he's brought all these different people together. Yeah. All these like gang members have come together because of the work that he, he did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, when I think about Jay Huss, I've 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 been seeing um people talking about. Should be should we really be celebrating Jay Huss for for that coming out of prison? What did is it a he or a she first of all? Is it he? What did he go to prison for? For carrying a knife. Where? I I, I think he got caught around Westfield, Stratford. Okay. So so he's been in prison for like four or five months now. For carrying a knife. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's been stabbed in the past. Uh, mm. I guess once you get stabbed, once you yeah, <laughs> yeah. make sure you get stabbed again. Not even that. I mean, once you're in London, you know, and and the stabbings are going up. You know, people are carrying knives for whatever reason. Thinking you carrying a knife is protecting yourself as well. It's a natural conclusion to come to. However, it's not necessarily true. Yeah. But yeah, no. And then and, and people were just like talking about. Um, so some people were saying that should we be we celebrating someone who came out of prison, and some people were saying to, talking about um, now that he's out, he, he shouldn't go back to that kind of lifestyle because of the platform that he has and people that are, that are looking up to him. Mm. And then thinking about Kofi Kingston, he's like the first proper black person to to be a WWE champion. Is not counting the Rock. I don't. I don't count the Rock as. Why, why is The Rock not black Cause like Kofi Kingston is? One, because The Rock's Hawaiian. Samoan. Samoan. And black. He's oh. half Samoan, half black, half black. He doesn't, yeah, but does, does he look black? Yeah, he looks black, but he's, he's, not, he he's, not, he's, he's, he's not black black. He doesn't look white. But he's not black black. No, so what? Him being mixed race means he's not black. It's not black black. But then wasn't Barack Obama's dad white or something? Wasn't he also mixed race? To be honest, I feel like Barack Obama's the, the blackest <laughs> there you go. American president. There you go. <laughs> we'll, we'll get right. Okay, so it's all out now. Yeah, but Kofi Kingston, he's proper black. You know, he was so black that he he, he was a Ghanaian pretending to be Jamaican for a while. <laughs> I heard the story of how that came about. I can't even remember it. It's just something silly. It was so silly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so um, yeah, and and, and one of the things that was said about that is is that. Um, like one, one, one of his team members says that he showed that people like us can reach the top, even though it's it's, it's, it's like fake. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it, it still shows people that you can aspire to the top, mm. even in scripted mm. <laughs> situations. And um, and it uh, and and so I've just been thinking about like the roles we play, and just the whole like role model concept. So. Mm-hmm. Like no, people, so, so like so like people become role models because of 
them being themselves and, and, and doing what they do to, to get to where they get to. Mm. But it seems like once you become a role model, if you continue doing what you're doing anyway, and it's not what people would align with what you should be doing, then they kind of turn against you. Okay. If that, if that makes sense. Break it down. Okay, so let me give you an example. Example mm. would be like maybe... Um, let's take someone like Nicki Minaj. So like, so, so like... <laughs> I don't understand anything disparaging just yet. So let, okay. okay, let me pick All a different right. example. Let's pick Wayne Rooney. You know Wayne Rooney? Yeah. Footballer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So Wayne Rooney, really talented foot, um, f- f- footballer, has been since he was like 17 years old. You say he's a really talentless. Talented oh, footballer. Okay. Well, he was. He's, a, he's maybe ages caught, caught up with him a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Wayne Rooney is um, a can, the, the, uh, the kind of guy who has a bit of a temper. Yeah. So um, he's not afraid to like swear at, swear, swear at um, his opponents or, mm. or fans or whatever. Mm. And... Um, like people are saying, okay, now that you've you've become this 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 top person, mm. you, you sh- have to not do those things yeah. that you used to do before. Even okay. though, okay. even okay. though it, it was that aggression and that determination, which that is got what you there. In the first yeah, place. I, I hear you. I hear that. Mm. So, what do you think? Do you think like as a role model, you need to change once? I think it becomes a question of um, responsibility and uh, recognizing the power you have by you know by being someone's role model now it's not something that you ask for so i always tend to find i think it's fair enough if you don't care like you don't you know you didn't ask to be anyone's role model so you're just doing you it's fair enough however i think it's also it's also somewhat it's somewhat um i don't know if selfish is the word but it's recognizing that well actually you are in this position now people are people are looking up to you and what what do you think is your responsibility when it comes to wielding that power of having that influence over those people if that makes sense mm. we normally use that the imagery of there are kids looking up to you and so what you do you wouldn't want these kids to you know um emulate if it isn't the right thing yeah and i think it is a question of um your own moral compass as to knowing that you have this influence over these people and wanting to act in a way, dare I say, worthy of that influence. But what if you became a role model model because you were almost like the anti-hero? So so, so that's like someone like Eminem, who who came up being... Um, racist and homophobic and, and sexist too. <laughs> he wasn't racist. Okay, he wasn't racist. That's like the one thing. <laughs> that's totally one, one, thing, that's he one thing you can say he wasn't. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So like he was. No, but even even using him, he's a perfect example of it. Of saying, you know, he didn't. He doesn't ask for these role models. But then I think he also recognizes in even some of his songs that he does this for. You know, the little kid in the corner. You know, bullied. You know, you know, he he tries to give that kid something to hold on to, and I think in his older age, you can see from his rhetoric, you can see from some of the things he talks about that he's recognised maybe those messages weren't the best to put out. So, do you think it's fair to say that you should be allowed to choose the kind of role model that you become, or do you think that the role model you become should be based on? I I think society should applaud the right kind of role model. So, I don't think it's a question of the role model you become, I think it's a question of the role model society um, endorses. Someone like Nicki Minaj probably shouldn't be a role model. And society shouldn't treat... What's she a role model of? Hustling and to, to achieving your dream. Hustling and plastic surgery. To achieving your dream. And plastic surgery. And, you know, sexual... Immorality. If it gets you to the top, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if it gets you to the top, you know. Yeah, like, uh, and, you know, I think if that's the kind of role model that society um, endorses, it's no surprise then that, you know, you've got girls who think that's all that there is. I'm hustling, I'm selling my body on Instagram or sleeping around with the right people to get to the top because that's what my, you know, my role model did. So I think it's it's more a question of, what society endorses and who we endorse 
as a role model for our kids who parents are like yes you can go to that person's concert or yes you can watch that person's video on tv or yes i will buy you that person's merchandise in support of this artist this sports person this whatever it is because i think in doing that i am endorsing that person and if that person has characteristics that i think shouldn't um i don't want my kids to have then maybe i shouldn't endorse that person Mm. it's different when I think maybe they, you know, someone gets to that level and changes. So someone was doing the right thing the whole way through, gets to a certain level, and the fame, the notoriety, the money changes a person. Then I think it's different in the sense of, okay, maybe this person's work ethic to this point was good. Now that he's there, he's sort of changed, and we need to recognize that. But if someone's doing what they're doing already, and that's what's got them there, then I think it's up to you to recognize, well, this is what this person has always been. I don't want my kid to be like this. Oh. Well, what do you think? Like when it comes to, you know, the role models, because I know that, you know, you you might like your Kendrick Lamar's, and I don't know if they're your role models. Kendrick Lamar? Do I like him? I'm not even a Kendrick Lamar fan. Um, what? No. This is J. Cole. You're J. I'm Cole. J. Cole yeah, yeah, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to ask you is where role models aren't Christian, what do you think about those sort of role models? I think even even when they are Christian, I feel like the problem with role models is that it's very easy to put someone on, on, on like a pedestal. A pedestal. Mm. Um, so that's why you get people like Lecrae and so like they'll go from being like fully gospel in, in like their songs mm. to like change into being a bit more motivational motivational positive contemporary yeah. and then you have people saying oh they've they've sold out then they're, they're no longer for Christ they don't mm. yeah mm. so um, I think you need to have like a really strong sense of self mm. um, because otherwise you're just going to be going with what people want you to be and, okay. uh, and, what, and what people want to be will always change mm. Um, the same people that um, up, up, applauded Nicki Minaj's sexualization of herself mm-hmm. at the beginning mm-hmm. will be the same people to say why 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 are you doing this? Mm. And of course, that will happen as people's people develop and then their their, their views in life change. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think be true to yourself and know why it is you do what you do. Mm. Um, be conscious of who might be listening to your music and sort of thing. Um, I doubt Nicki Minaj thinks that... Um, does she? I, I, was, I was going to say, I, I doubt Nicki Minaj thinks that impressionable children will be watching her, her videos, but <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that's true. But the reality is, they are. Yeah. Like I saw a kid, like, literally, I think it was in a barbershop or something, um, you know, reciting, singing along to Nicki Minaj's Anaconda, mm. I think. And the mum was like, the mum was almost like using that as, oh, this was her party trick. Like, but, then, but then I guess that, but then I guess it could be argued that that's not Nicki Minaj's fault because that wasn't the target audience Nicki Minaj had, had in mind when she enough. created that's that video. Like, like, no parent should be letting their child watch or listen to such mm. a song. Mm. So, um, and I also think that you need to take in mind that what you may see as a role model might be very different from what your children see or what even I see. So like, so like, there'll be certain aspects of a person that make that 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 will stand out to you and yeah. make you want to look up to someone. Mm. So if um, so, th- but I, I think in in terms of that with the children, that's why I say like who you endorse is very much important as well and you endorse you you reinforce these ideas in kids by supporting those artists by buying the merchandise by letting them put up a poster so in as much as i I completely see what you're saying Mm. maybe i see certain values as more important than my kid would um in me allowing her to put that person's poster up as opposed to the one that i'm suggesting up i am endorsing that person yeah but then you you also have to take into consideration like your child or like whoever's friend group so like I feel like the friend group will have a lot more of an influence than you 
as a parent would have just because of, of the nature of like the relationship we have probably more yeah but it, it still it still doesn't it still doesn't remove the fact that i need to have that influence or i need to you know try and guide that decision oh, definitely as definitely much as possible um do you think that um as a parent the type of parent you are will have an effect on the kind of role models your children will have or do you think that's just like a growing like part of like growing up as a as a person no i think it definitely will have an effect i think um you know there's lots of sayings about kids that they won't actually they will never do what you tell them to they only do what they see you're doing you know they won't listen to you they'll emulate you and so i think for almost all kids the first sort of role models they see will be their parents and what their parents are doing the kind of lives their parents are living um and if you as a kid you know you have this intrinsic understanding of what your dad stands for what your mom stands for and then they come and try and tell you something otherwise even without even if they don't have the words to say i think they recognize that you're just bsing they recognize that you don't believe what you're saying and thus they don't take it but if you work hard if you do what you what you need to do and um you are endorsing um, role models that also work hard or that embody those values. I think kids recognize the sincerity of that. Mm. And even if they don't take the same, I think they recognize it. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you, because you mentioned anti-heroes, like who, what sort of role models do you have that you think maybe your, your peers, your pastor might agree or disagree with? Ooh. Can I feel that role, like role model is like a really strong word? Okay. So like, so yeah, like, okay, I, okay, I, okay. I I don't know if I have role models for oh, right, right. Fair enough. There'll yeah. be people that I look up to. Mm. Um, people like J Cole, people like um, Francis Chan, Tim Keller. Okay. Um, I'm I'm just trying I'm, I'm trying to be as as broad as I can. People like um, maybe Alex Ferguson. The former, okay. yeah, yeah, my, my, yeah. My, my native manager. You, I don't know if you hooked up one of his books. Yeah, but it's on my list to get okay. my next credit. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, you? Oh no, that's that's not a good idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's not a good idea at all. Oh no, but but yeah, you Moses Jalade, like hope, like mm. like like I see. I I guess it's because you I learn see things from people. Yeah, yeah. so like so it's like I I see things in in like you guys and other people that. I would want to myself, and that's mm. why I look up to you. Mm. Mm. And, and and I guess that's just that's the same with people and uh, and their role models. Yeah, they they see something. They might be a skill they have or a lifestyle that they have, mm. which they as- hope to aspire to one day. Mm. And yeah, so is there someone like that that you think other people would disagree with, or that you think most people disagree with? Um, and maybe maybe J Cole, but there's not really much you can say about J Cole that's negative other mm. than. I don't know if he's a Christian or not. Um, he is ultimately positive in everything that he seems to yeah. do. Yeah. So. Um, someone who I, who I look up to that might be negative. Um, um, like um, for for me, most people I see that the, the most common one is like Malcolm X. Okay. And his sort of militants. If diplomacy doesn't work, we will you know fight sort of black supremacy sort of um, view. And so. In as much as I don't think he's a negative role model, I, t- I tend to find it's a bit iffy, if that yeah. makes sense. Probably for me, it'd be someone like Joe Budden. What do you see in Joe Budden? Sorry. <laughs> I don't see it. I've just like enjoyed watching him over like the past year or so, watching him make the transition from... Okay. This guy who was <laughs> trying to beef with Drake <laughs> and do it so unsuccessfully to come to this place where he's like this like successful media person now. Because it's successful, but okay. What do you right. mean? Joe Budden seems to me like a failed retired or a retired a failed because he wasn't a retired rapper. He wasn't a failed rapper, but I think he's a failed retired rapper turned pundit, and I think he's okay. He is the product of, he he's somewhat of a hybrid of the product of like reality TV and social media, where 
the Joe Budden that I liked was a lyricist, was like Slaughterhouse, was like one of them guys, Joel Ortiz, Eminem's people, like these guys are rappers and no gimmicks, just rap. And now he's complaining too much, he's too emotional, he's fighting for the reason, running around with singlets <laughs> with holes in them. He doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> he changed. <laughs> he's changed. No, but... All right, yeah, yeah no, fair enough. He's become like... He, yeah. He's become like this new person mm. and he he's pretty much... Well, like, I mean, I didn't know him very much like before the Drake stuff, mm. but he seems to still be his own person. So, so like, he may have been... A, he, he, he may like... Um, sense what he says a, a, a bit because of his platform mm. but he's still the same person that I, I was watching like a year ago okay maybe just like slightly more polished now mm. and um there were like countless rappers who, who were like maybe bigger than him back in the day who if you look at them now they're not doing like nearly as well as he is no, at, the, at yeah. the moment. Like, yeah, he found he found a niche definitely. He found his niche. Right. Yeah, he's, yeah. Oh, look, there's the pizza. Um, <laughs> he's got he's got um, he's got his, 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 his like fiance. He's doing all his, his his stuff, and he's turned like a bad situation into a good one. Okay. And and I feel like that's something to congratulate and and like aspire yeah. to. So, um, yeah, we'll come back to what we're talking about in a second. Mm. But I think I'm in the hot seat this week. Indeed, we realised that we didn't do Sorry Not Sorry. We just sort of jumped into it. Um, so, yes, Robert is in the hot seat. Let's do this. But Mo, do you, do you want to go first? Or? Uh, I don't have a question. I, I, hey. I, I, I reminded it, but don't don't worry. This is like the, <laughs> this is like the bad position to be in, because if I don't have a question, the first thing that comes to my mind is, is usually something difficult. <laughs> I wouldn't have time to taper it to your <laughs> expertise. It's just boom. Let's go for it then. Uh, um, <coughs> this this is gonna be like a long, <laughs> a long. Pause. All right, I've got I've got something in mind. Cool. So, Robert. <laughs> yes, Peter. <laughs> how do you justify? I don't know if we've addressed this actually. I don't think we have. How do you uh, justify the annihilation of people groups in, um, especially in the Old Testament? Under the direct instruction of God, I like that. Mm, I feel if I move to thing. Anyway, um, how do I justify? Yeah, <laughs> you don't go there. Firstly, it's not my place to justify. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Um, I think that for me, um, I think about Israel and that. Israel was who God decided were his chosen people. Mm-hmm. He, 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 he could have picked anyone, mm. but he decided for whatever reason, I'm going to go with Israel. So, um, God telling them to go and kill all these people and giving them the ability to do so, even though a lot of the times they were outnumbered, they were outsized because mm. they, were, they were like the, 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 the giant guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It served, I feel like it served two purposes. One, to show the Israelites that when God is with you, there's nothing that you can't do, which um, which should give them more incentive to follow his laws and follow him, mm. which they seem to need a lot of because mm. they were pagans. And um, secondly, it gives us in the present day a chance to see God's provision in practice, okay. uh, which is it's seen kind of different in like the New Testament. Mm. In, in New Testament, it's more about um, believing in Jesus and um, going through Jesus to to become more Christ-like. Okay. Um, the Old Testament gives you a view of God's provision in the, in, in the more practical, in the more mm, what's the word? In a more literal sense. Well, this is looking at me like he smells blood. <laughs> <laughs> But I'll stop there. Moses <laughs> it looks like he wants to say something. Continue digging your own gravy. <laughs> nah. I think I'm done. Um, you, you said it was um, good for them in them seeing God's provision. It, it wasn't good for the people that were slaughtered. Yeah, but they weren't God's chosen though. Oh, so it's cool to kill someone if it's not God's chosen. Um, Where is it? I think, is it is, is Romans that um, um that says... Um, like, 
can the created um, complain to the creator for how the creator decides to use them? Okay. I like that. What's <laughs> going back to biblical bars? I like that. I like that. So like, you know, we can complain, but at the end of the day, you're dead. So, <laughs> so, so, so does your complaint really matter in the grand scheme of things? <laughs> and arguably, if you were doing the right thing, you wouldn't die. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, yeah, and like the the reason like my eyes kind of lit up <laughs> was because I've been really pondering on the <clears throat> the idea or the notion that there's a different side to God that we see in the Old Testament and New Testament or it's like in Jesus we see this this loving God but in the Old Testament we see this God with like a s- lightsaber just new as soon as you touch something new um, it's not new <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> like a lawnmower um, but he didn't lightsaber everyone though like, like I've, 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 I think I've been Deuteronomy at the minute, mm. and um, it's talking about how, um, like, God says specifically, like, don't, don't trouble the Edomites because I said to Esau, this is the land I'm, I'm, I'm going to give yeah, you. Yeah. No. Even what I, what I meant was, um, even within the nation of Israel. So, like, when the Ark of the Covenant was taken, um, and it like messed up the guys with the god Dagon. And his mm. like, as he was coming back, the Ark of the Covenant was on the cow, was about to fall down. This one guy reaches his hand out and God strikes him dead. Mm. And it's just like, what? Just, just like that. Um, what's it? Aaron's sons yeah. gave unholy fire, yeah. strike dead, yeah. right there yeah. and dead. But the wolf does, I, I, I would say like, it, it, that, that didn't come to surprise them because God told them what would happen if you did X, Y, and Z. Yeah. I think in terms of Uriah, the guy who touched the covenant the ark of the temple i believe his name is david was shocked and mm. he was scared mm. he was like i'm not gonna take the ark, ark into my city car if if this guy died because he touched it what's gonna happen if it comes into the city mm. and so yes they knew they had an idea and notion but they're still like so some going back to my point some people almost see it as god was stern and strict like this old guy with like white beard just ready to smite you for the least thing that you did. Mm. Um, that's even like part of Peter's testimony where he just <laughs> felt God was just this mm. this mean guy who would just strike you for anything you yeah. did. Um, but you have to also keep into consideration that these guys that were being smited did things worth being smited. Yes. Even by today's standards. <laughs> Touching a covenant to, by today's standard isn't worth being killed for. If no, God no, says, no, don't uh, were you talking about Uzziah or Uriah or whoever that guy is? Were you talking about him? No, I was talking about, talking about like, like the, the Amalekites. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it's like um, I'm even looking at like just how God's dealings within the camp, even with um, Uriah, um, and like even with like all the people Uriah, that, even like all the Israelites that God killed because they complained. Mm. Like, if you have this all-powerful God who's providing for you, all, providing for all your needs, and you're complaining. Like, what does that say about how you, how you view him? Mm. So, yeah. like a, so, so like, so like, so like, like an all holy, all just God. It, it, he, he wouldn't be that if he didn't find a way to appease his anger. And he, and he, 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 he <laughs> taking us back to Piper. <laughs> he did Jeez. that either through Aye. sacrifices Aye. or by not giving them the, the, the chance to sacrifice you know and like what, wipe yeah. them out. Mm. Do you know what? Yeah. I've been see I've been seeing um, Robert's activity on you version, and it's like I, I can see, I can see the seeds germinating. <laughs> I can see the seeds. Hey, I like this. Um, yeah, and I agree. It's like as I said, I've just been like pondering on it, and because um, the note, it perceivably it looks as though in Jesus we have a different image of God than we do in the Old Testament. Mm. Um, and I think it, it comes in just pondering on it, I think it comes back to what we were saying quite a few podcasts ago where um, in the Old Testament, we see a lot um, people are doing what was right in their own eyes. Mm. But in the New Testament, we see almost the opposite where they're trying to be stringent towards the, they're trying to the adhere law, yeah. to the law, yeah. like oh. down to the last thing, mm. to the point of having added so many different laws in which you would need to break these to even 
get close to breaking the laws that God has set yeah. and made everything so ritualistic. And so God almost had to show a different side to remind them that, yo, this isn't what I established this for. Mm. And even within the New Testament, if you look at it, it's the Acts where it's um, Ananias and his wife. Yeah. So, so, hey. like, so like you still see that, hey. that side of God coming that through. Still <laughs> that, that story still stresses me. And then even the fact that, um, who was it? Was it James and, James and John? The brothers of thunder, I can never, I can never yeah, remember James their names. Yeah, we're like, the, and they said, "Oh, um, should we like rain down like fire, <laughs> rain down fire?" So like, there was still that aspect that 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 they knew that oh, these guys are pagan, so yeah. we can't if we wanted to rain yeah. down the fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, I, I I mean you you answered it very well in in that it's it's a perspective thing as well, recognizing that God is God, and if you realize that God is God then you realize that your question, your ability to ask the question is a privilege yeah. in, in and of itself. However, I think it's also, um, you, you alluded to it in that they did things that were worth smiting. So I think for one group, um, God literally said their iniquity is full. So go and destroy them. <laughs> you know, go and destroy them. Um, and so a lot of a lot of that as well is is justice mm. in as much as it's it, it is a bit cold to say yeah babies were killed mums were killed yeah. sons fathers were all killed um but it's recognizing that those you know god decided that that was okay at the time mm. that's not to say the crusades were the same because they weren't because you you realize one was you know politically financially beneficial to the people the other was not Israel didn't really gain from some of these places. Some of them, they were instructed to not even bring back any spoil and to burn the whole yeah, place to the ground. Yeah, to destruction. So, yeah. yeah. No, no, I think you, yeah. I think you handled that well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so my question is, yeah. So basically, how... <laughs> how... Um, all right, so let's take Job for instance. Yeah. Hang tight, Job. Let's take Job. How can we, like, try, how can we, so the Bible says in all things worship, have delight, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Nice stuff. As a, as a non-believer, I'm like, I've read the story of Job, and it's a bit mad. Like, God said to the devil, have you seen my servant Job? Hmm. Like, God singled him out. And he was like, I give you permission to afflict him. Do everything you want apart from take his life. I might as well just live my life a sin because I'm not trying to get anyone to just come do madness to me. So, like, what the question is, why should I serve a God who... Or why should I look to a God? And it, it, it can't kind of can't, if you read if you listen to last week's podcast, you might be able to still. I'm gonna listen to it. Okay, that's cool. Because Peter answered, uh, there was a slight question posed from a different perspective. But um, why, if God is all loving, God is all caring, God is all good, why is He pointing out His people and allowing the devil to afflict them to um, just to the brink of them losing their lives? Um, I would say p- partly it's because he is partly because because he's he's all knowing. He knew he, he knew that the devil could inflict all of that to Job, and Job wouldn't crack. I feel like if God knew that Job, Job would crack, he would have said, <laughs> go, "Go to go to Job." Um, and fam, that was like a lot of words. Let me let me think. Okay, so you said talking about why should. I, I um, follow Christ if I know that all, all this madness is going to happen to me. It has the potential to happen. Um, whether you're, you're a Christian or not, madness is <laughs> it's possible to happen to you. Touche. The rain falls and the just and the unjust. Yep. Touche. Um, and I feel like when you are going through your walk long Ooh. enough, you make the switch between... I'm coming to God for all I can get and so I don't go to hell 
and it's more I'm coming to him because I know who he is and he's worth coming to because of the nature of who he is, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So your your like priorities change, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think about like all these people that, 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 that like came to Jesus for, for like miracles and stuff. Mm. At first, they, they, they want to be with him was the miracles. Mm. But then some would have stayed because of who they saw Jesus was and mm. they saw that he was worth following. So I think that um, eventually you'll see that God is worth following for yourself. And it's not something that that that, that can really be told to you. It's, it's something that you have to kind of experience for yourself. And um, yeah, I would say give it a try because like you lose nothing. <laughs> ah, you lose nothing by... <laughs> Trying to have a relationship with God. your children, your money. Yeah, but how often, like, how how often, unless you're in like the Middle East, you see people actually get black problem persecuted for their faith. Like here, here, here in here in the West, like you 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 getting persecuted but, um, for your faith is what you might lose 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 your job because uh, you, you you say you don't believe in homosexuality or, or something like that. Here in the West, we don't go through persecution, um, and. So I think you're safe to at least try Christianity whilst you're here. Um, yeah, and yeah, I don't know what else to say. Are you happy with his answer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take it. Found all the like a lot of little questions within. The yeah, <laughs> it wasn't one coherent, cohesive question. Yeah, I tried to get as many things as as I could so remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so as I said, it was it almost comes back to the notion of who God is to you and why you're following it in the first place. Yeah. If and as Peter said last week, like if you recognize that, like once you meet, once you encounter a holy God, you then recognize your position in contrast to the holy God. And if you recognize your need for salvation, then it's almost like that supersedes the bad that happens to you because you almost recognize that as you said evil happens to Christians and non-Christians but the assurance that Christians has is that we have a God who in whom all things work for the greater good and that might mean getting stoned like Stephen you know hey yeah Stephen got stoned but you know that with Paul holding the coat so first yeah the other thing I think with Job is, uh, as you you said as well, Job could handle it, yeah. and God won't give you more than you can handle. Hey, do you know what? Certain certain in the story of Job, yeah. Like, I came across it and I was like, "Yo, one of his friends was like, last night I was struggling to sleep, and a dark shadow appeared to me." And said, "Can the righteous? Can people really be unblameless before the Lord?" Mm. And I'm like, "Raw." So mm. wait, hold on. You're out here having conversations with demons, <laughs> and you're now trying to come reflect this conversation to Job. Is that what we're doing? Is that what we're doing right now? Mm. I'm like, "Raw." That is just there, and I'm mm. just like, "So you're here entertaining demons?" <laughs> yeah. And it's like the words sounded true. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part, most of Job's friends weren't saying rubbish. Yeah. That's the problem with the story is that they weren't necessarily wrong mm. other than the fact that they were wrong in his case. In the context. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's the thing where it's just like God comes and rebukes you because even though your theology was right... <laughs> The context was wrong. <laughs> the thing is, God dresses everyone, including Job, except for Elihu. Elihu is the only one that he doesn't comment on what he said. Because mm-hmm. what Elihu said was more along the lines of God is just and mm. God is good. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I feel like with, with Elihu, his context, his his focus was on God as opposed exactly. to... Exactly, exactly. As opposed mm. to Job. Everyone else was, was not. But yeah, I know, I know God won't point me out to the devil. <laughs> <laughs> You hope. you hope. I don't know if I can hack it. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, okay. Would you want to see if you could do? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to test that. Even if you knew the reward that came afterwards, I don't want to test that. Nah. Yeah. I, and I yeah. don't think Job would have wanted to test it. 
if you ask Job, I don't think he actually his behavior beforehand proves he didn't because he would have he would give sacrifices just in case. Just in case, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so I think like, Yo. I think he didn't know that he or didn't want to find out whether or not he could hack it. Just so turns out that he could, um, and and God, um, yeah. that, and does it say how long he suffered for? I can't remember. No, I don't. I, don't, I can't remember how long. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's there. It's inferable, but I can't remember. Mm. Yeah, because he he was like at one point. I, I might be misquoting, but at one point he was like, "I scraped my skin with um, broken like pots yeah. day and night." Yeah. So it oh no, it was, it was an extended period of time. Yeah. So it, it seems like it was quite quite some for time. Sure. Um, yeah. And plus, his it says that his friends sat with him in silence for some time before, before yeah, they started yeah, to yeah, accuse yeah. him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it does seem like it was some. And even your wife is like, just curse God and die. <laughs> Someone, someone's pointed out that the Hebrew, um, the Hebrew translation of that could actually have been less, like. Um, defeatist and more comforting in mm. in what she was trying to say um and so it wasn't just <laughs> curse god and die it was some some hebrew guys have said it could have been like she was actually trying to comfort him and i don't know if suggest that death was or agree that death was a more um acceptable so curse god so he can kill you <laughs> yeah but yeah that's by the way well one comforting thing that i take from the story of Job is that regardless of whatever is happening to us God has defined the borders at, to which it can reach yeah, mm. yeah it can't go yeah, beyond that yeah um, so trusting in God we know that like this might feel like a lot but there's a line drawn where this cannot go beyond yeah and God yeah. knows like he knows our breaking point and he's he's with us mm. and he won't allow it to go beyond that that yeah. line um, yeah. I don't like the phrase God don't give you more than you can bear because I believe that God does and then he pushes us to trust in his in and that's his not what grace. Right, right, and that's not right. what the verse says. It says God will not tempt you more than you can. Isn't it tempt not not? It's tempt, but it's not the word tempt in the sense that we understand because God doesn't tempt yeah. man. So it is tempt, but it's it's one of those unfortunate translations. And it is essentially the I guess the connotation is you are given as much as is required for you to come to God, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. some people just see it as like I'm. I am supposed to show yeah, you this. Yeah, when yeah. it's no, it's meant to break you to go to God. Yeah. and allow Him to. And that's what you see with Job. He keeps on saying, "It's it's funny." In one in one line, he's like, "Oh, let me go before God. He will judge my case. Mm. Who can stand before God? <laughs> Who will <laughs> judge your case?" So just like, it's that recognition that it's all God in that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that was sorry, not sorry. That was sorry, not sorry. It's a bit, it's a bit disjointed today, but that's cool. So before pizza, oh no, during pizza, Mo decided to, to 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 try and challenge my view that there's a difference between having um, admiration for someone and them being. A I didn't robot. say I didn't say admiration. I said look up to someone. And Isn't that a role model? Isn't looking up to someone admiring them for some quality that they have? No, admiring someone. No, admiring someone uh, and having admiration for someone, I think is different. Okay. Semantics. It's not semantics. How so? In the same way, loving someone and being in love with someone is two different things. Okay. Point taken. PS, PS, being in love with someone. Uh-huh. Like, if I have, said, you love your sister, but you're not in love with her. You're in love with your wife. Okay, so we're, we're trying to say these are two different types of love. No, I think it's more so the... Um, it's not two different types. Because there are, like, types in terms of, like, plutonic, Eros, whatever, fio, blah, blah, fio, blah. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's more so the intensity. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I think that's the same with um, someone being your, 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 your role model mm-hmm. and you looking up to someone. I okay. think it's, it's it's two different levels of intensity. So that's like I'll still argue. I'll still okay, argue. argue that. <laughs> so my my thing is if I um if I look up to someone, there's a reason why I look up to them. So it might be their um are they able to be uh they're really articulate. They're like um eloquent in the way that they speak. 
and I admire that about them. And so I look up to them for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not necessarily be I am intentionally trying to learn from them, but the sheer fact that I admire that quality, I would look at it in such a way that I can learn things from it. And I believe that a role model is just someone who you, you try to model after that person's role. Yeah, but there's an intentionality about that. But I think even in looking up to someone, you you're looking up to a quality that you admire, and like you will still glean from that. But but then I think with a role model, there is multiple things that you are seeing in them that you want, and and I feel like if if you're looking up to someone, it could be for just one thing. I don't think a role model has multiple things. So I could I could a role model for me might be. Um, Bill Gates. And the only thing that I like about him is that he, he did Microsoft and he's now a millionaire. Billionaire. B- billionaire. And it's like that that is all that I admire. I don't know nothing about his life. I don't know anything about where he went to school, what he studied, if he can speak English or not. I don't know. All I know is that th- this. And he's a role model because of that. Nah, maybe he, 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 he may, maybe a role model to other people because there are people who will try and, and, and emulate what he did and mm-hmm. how he did it, I think that's what makes him relevant to people. I think I feel like if you see, right, he, he he built some computers and became a billionaire, and like you look up to the hustle, I feel like that's different from. So like so like in the same way like before you came, I said that I look up to you guys because of the qualities you have. I, I don't say that that you guys are my role model. <laughs> <laughs> never in my life would I say that. <laughs> He was looking into, Robert, uh, into Moses' eyes. Never say that you. Oh, but it's true though. Because it's like to, I, I see it as like when you, if you have someone that you look up to, and there's an intentionality around trying to learn what the attributes that you look up to. I think it it veers more into the realm of like mentorship, whether the person is literally taking you under their wing and they are um, giving off what they know or you're consuming what they've produced so you can you can be mentored by someone indirectly by like following their image like if it's if following what they produce to be mentored by them through that um or it can be more direct and i think a role model is just someone who you just appreciate or admire their attributes one attribute so yeah i think uh, because no <coughs> i feel like even the word model if you're modeling something after someone mm-hmm there are like so many different things that you're trying to imitate. Okay. Okay. I arguing arguing with it now, the one thing one bad thing about me is that when I start an argument, it's hard for me to backtrack. So now that I'm arguing, I'm I'm realizing that yeah, there are subtle differences between um looking up to someone and them being a role model. But I do think there are, so there's a lot of overlap. There's no there's overlap, but there's a lot of overlap. But, but I'm not I'm not gonna things. say you win. I'm not gonna say <laughs> Then you I will win. say it. <laughs> I'll say you have a valid point. <laughs> oh, this toxic masculinity around me. No, it's just toxic Moses. <laughs> okay, um, so... Um, well, let's ask Mo um, if he's got any role models or... No, no, people no, role models. Let's go role models. I, I think you'll say no. No, I don't think I have yeah. any. Actually, not. John Piper. Um, <laughs> used to be. Now, big man thing, it used to be John Piper. But then what happened? Um, that's all I like. No, I'm joking. Um, I think just maturing. I realised that... Um, but you look up to him still. Do you know what? I, I've read his stuff recently. I haven't read his stuff in such a long time. I read his stuff recently and it just didn't, like, address... It just didn't... I, I, didn't, I didn't engage with it as I used to. Ooh, he's a heretic. And I think <laughs> no, and I, do you know what? Yeah, like in the in my uni, I'm not, I'm not gonna say it. I've had lecturers say that some of the stuff that he said is actually questionable. And I, when when the, when the lecturer said that, yeah, I felt like swinging. <laughs> I felt like swinging. I was like, what? <laughs> no, but now that I'm I'm engaging with the stuff again, yeah, it's not. I'm not connecting with it as as I used to connect with it. Mm. And so even though I still appreciate his work, I appreciate what I've learned from him in that season, um, it just doesn't resonate. I think I'm just in a different place where his work doesn't resonate as much as it used to. So like, yeah, like there was a time when I was on that Joy Smile. Not anymore. It doesn't resonate. Um, I listened to it. I listened to some Creflo. 
doesn't resonate. <laughs> I listen to some TD Jakes. His old like TD. I'm starting to hit on TD Jakes again, but um, it's just like. I find that there's they're like seasons, and then as much as I might not agree with all of their theology, I believe that there might be pockets of truth that are still relevant for different seasons of your life. Mm. Um, so mm. I'm learning not to, as Peter, as Peter would say, I'm learning not to cancel pastors. Um, but it's just like almost learning to take a pinch of salt mm. and recognizing that people have different ministries for different seasons and to different um, target groups mm. and target audiences. Mm. Um, hopefully it's the target audience. God wants them to, to be targeting. Yeah. Um, mm. So yeah, I, it, if you had asked me before, I would have said like the John Calvins, um, Jonathan Edwards. Um, Just, you have to throw in one more J there. You said John, Jonathan, you have to throw in one John more Wesley. <laughs> John Wesley. Hey. Hey, um, <laughs> Spurgeon. Like all, all of the old school reformed, White. yes, <laughs> yes, all of them guys. But now it's like I don't, I don't, I don't think I have any. I have people that I admire their work, but I'm really just in a place where I'm trying not to hold any one person as precious. Mm. But it's like I will drop you at any second and pick you up again when like there's a relevance or there's an attraction once again I, I'm not that hesitant I'm, I'm not gonna hold you Must just using these passes like his past babes man <laughs> wow. stop calling you up when I'm in your area <laughs> no like hey <that>. stranger <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so I think most so even in terms of like just not just faith like widely the one person that I really I would say is to a degree a role model, especially when it comes to parenting, is my wife. So I actively look at the way she models, she um, parents Leia, and I'm like, what can I learn from that? And so I actively challenge myself. <coughs> and like, I know that my knee jerk would be the African, you're not eating. My wife would be like, but why? She's three, she's hungry, she needs to eat. Um, but obviously that the higher they go things kind of change but age age wise I need to interact with her in an appropriate manner for her age knowing that she will play up she doesn't quite fully understand this or that um, and that's actively challenging me um, so I say parenting wise anyways she is a role model where I'm, I'm actively looking at her um, outside of that I don't really think I have any role models um yeah. Do you think it's wrong to say that Christ should be our role model? Do I think it's wrong to say that? Yeah. No. Mm. I don't think it's wrong to say that. I don't think it's wrong to say that. Um, if a role model is someone whose role you want to model, I think we all want to model the role of being God's son. How many of you said that? Why? <laughs> someone whose role you want to model. <laughs> I just said the same word, just backwards. <laughs> role model, model is wrong. Um, I, 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 would, I would, I don't think it's wrong, but I don't think it's a strong enough description. Okay. Um, I would almost challenge to be like, to say, um, obviously I know that we're trying to be more, be transformed into his likeness. Um, but the notion of role model that I have is almost like one amongst many. Okay. It's okay. not the one that we're trying to fashion ourselves after. Right. Um, and so it's, it's not like, yes, practically Christ gave a set of principles and actions or whatever that we are to try to follow. Um, but I think um, biblically, if, if I can say that, um, it's like surrendering all, being led by his Holy Spirit and living a life as a living sacrifice as Christ did as Christ did but it's in I get what you're saying yeah, that being saying, our reasonable yeah. worship mm. reasonable acts of worship and that that almost transcends um, role model because mm. it's like give your life up mm. to live this way and so it, as a role model it's like we're adding this to what we have in order to create how we think it should be. Right. But in, in terms of the Bible, it's almost like give up 
lose your life for his sake mm, that you so. may say you may save it so yeah. the emphasis is almost stronger than just a role model mm. it's like we are to give our all we are to like pour it all out mm. and that's why i kind of hesitated because i'm like for me it, the conviction is a bit deeper right it is not a bit it's much deeper than just a role model yeah yeah because it's like I, with a role model i get to pick and choose mm. Makes but sense. the commandment yeah. is just lay everything down yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 um, I definitely agree. Uh, I think for, it makes sense. Yeah, for, for like the same reasons why I, I would say that I wouldn't call certain people a role model because of like how strong it is. Mm-hmm. I don't don't think it's strong enough. Like, mm-hmm. like wow. you're saying for yeah, what is as as a Christian, what we should be trying to like when, when it comes to, like emulating Christ, what mm-hmm. we should which we trying to trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, sorry guys. This this episode has been a bit. <laughs> all over the place but um, I'm sure Peter will do some magic and make it try to I will try to but not black magic because that's 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 all Syrian that's what should I actually do white magic why is white okay why is white alright and black we went there black. we Bad. went there it's alright because it's all white Chris Tucker anyway no. is it Chris Tucker yeah that was Chris Tucker, Chris Tucker. yeah cool hookups cool my um, hookups don't be like Robert oh, oh, oh actually no, no before we before hook up let's just round off. So, is it wrong to have role models? Do you, would, would you say? No, I don't think it's wrong to have role models in the sense of. Them Can I throw in like a question? Yeah, cool. As a Christian, is it wrong to have a role model that's non that's a non Christian? Um, well, he hasn't got role models, but he looks up to a lot of yeah. people. I look up to non Christian. Have a role model, not someone you look up to, but have a role model. Someone you're actively trying to model your life after that isn't a Christian. I think it's wrong to try and model your life <laughs> around anyone that's not Jesus. <laughs> okay. Role model that isn't, so it's not necessarily like trying to model everything around, but it's like you are fully learning. Like, I want to be the next Zuckerberg. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, and so I am like, he's a, he's a role model and I am following him and I'm, but not, not following him in that sense, but like just. Uh, let me take someone like The Rock. Yeah. Who, I don't know if he's Christian or not. I don't think he's Christian, um, but his his whole if 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 he stands for anything, it's being the hardest work in the room. It's hard work and dedication will get you to where you need to be. It's be good to people, whatever. Now, you as a Christian, if you then say, "I like this mentality," mm. I I like the way he goes about his stuff. He's hard work and dedication, being the hardest work in the room, and you take that attitude to your church to what you're doing as a christian i don't see there being anything wrong with that because mm. you're just learning from your if i'm to you know if i'm to steal a term you're plundering the egyptians so you're, you're taking you're taking the good things from what this guy is suggesting by his lifestyle mm. and you're applying it to something better mm. so i don't think it's wrong in that sense if your role model is taking you away from god mm. um so Nicki minaj is your role model another name that's come up and you, for whatever reason, think that, um, you know, sexualizing yourself is a good way to bring people to the I church. To <laughs> Do you see what I mean? Then but, it's... But, but, no. 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 <laughs> no, but what if Nicki Minaj is your role model because of the dedication she puts into her craft as a rapper? She, what dedication? She doesn't. She writes I, her own bars. Where's Safari? That, Where has she gone since Safari left? The, the only dedication <laughs> she had is to the plastic surgeon. That's all yeah. it is. Dedication to your butt is not dedication. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> not sorry. <laughs> Shout out to Nicki Minaj. Isn't it? So, well, are, so are we saying like if if like your role model was um, Lil Wayne? But Lil Wayne, he he put he put in well in his okay, heyday. Okay, in his okay. heyday, he put in work on the craft. Let's pick someone like Drake. I, I think Drake Drake would be a bit more oversensible. No, let's pick Jay Z. So so okay. so so Jay Z has gone from being a drug dealer to being like a multi millionaire. Um, has his has his finger like so many different yeah, different ventures. Yeah, yeah. Um apart from that one like affair that he had, you can't really say anything bad that he's done in like with Becky with a good hair. <laughs> you can't he really like talk about anything negative that he's yeah, he yeah, done recently. Yeah, yeah. Um even though he does have those like Illuminati signs in yeah, his, yeah, his yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Would it be wrong to And also he is like apparently a ruthless bu- businessman. Yeah. Like ruthless. Again, it's it's those things is where I think you can learn from people. Mm. You can learn from people. In, in saying this is your role model and you like his work ethic, you like his 
uh, even his ruthlessness in business. It's, it's business, not personal. My question is, anything that he's doing, can that take you away from God? And if it can, then no. But if it can't, or if it's things that you're just learning from and applying your to your work ethic, to your productivity, uh, and you're using those things to further God's kingdom or do what God has called you to do, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, mm. just personally. Yeah. I think, like, my point of view is that I'd, um I think as a fundamental, we learn from non-Christians every day. Mm. Um, and and does even Jesus say somewhere that, like, look at the look at the non-Christians and, like, how they're shrewd or something like that? Yeah, the shrewd manager. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. Um, we learn from non-Christians. Like, if, 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 if we're to, like, try to um, cut a clear line, then you'd, you'd have to argue you don't go to secular schools. Yeah. Yeah, essentially. As a Christian, yeah. don't go to secular schools, don't mm. go to secular institutions or whatever. Like, it literally needs to be a segregated community mm. where it's just Christians on, on the right, because uh, Christians are on the right, <laughs> and then Christian, uh, non-Christians on the left or whatever. Um, <laughs> so Robert's playing with the doll. <laughs> I signals. If, if I took out the dummy in its mouth, but didn't. Um, but yeah, I think, again, role model has a level of intentionality around what you're learning mm. and i think when with that level of intentionality you need to be as equally intentional especially if, even if the person is christian about filtering what you're learning from them through the lens of the bible mm. or through the lens of your relationship with That's god a good way to put it because yeah. you could be learning something from a christian but like his heart is wrong the motivation is wrong the end goal is wrong but what he's doing could be seen as right Mm. So like he could be like feeding and pouring all of them stuff there, but he's doing it to look good. Yeah. And like you, as you're studying from him, you start to recognize that this is why you're doing it. But if you're not filtering it through your relationship with God, you might then start to think that that's all right. Mm. So mm. like the Pharisees were doing all the right things but for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And so even as we learn from people, just filter it through your relationship with God yeah. and allow God's spirit to kind of shed light on that and direct you and stuff yeah. and then allow you to see if it's right or wrong. Cool. Happy with that. Cool. cool. Oh, hookups. Hookups. Um, do you guys know Indiari? Yes. I've heard of her. Yeah, you've heard of her. She is the dawn. She's the queen. She's up there. Um, is she Christian? No. I think she is. You know. Oh, that's what Peter listens to. He's hoping. I'm doing what you dawn. guys did. She's up there. <laughs> I'm doing what you guys did for uh, Kendrick. Um, for Kendrick. <laughs> Yeah. I've done it for Oh no, so for for chance as well. Anyway, um I, I think she's Christian, although I don't know. I don't know. I hope she's Christian. <laughs> I hope she But whatever she is, she's with, she's wise, she's good. Um and she's released a new album. Worthy. Um so sounds like a Christian worship album. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those all of us are worthy kind of thing. Um so <laughs> but now nah, India Reed, she's like soulful, nice singer. So check out her album, Worthy. Yeah. Uh, my hookup this week is the Streetlights Audio Bible. Mm. Hey. Mm. Yeah, I, I can't believe you haven't actually, because that's dope. Uh, we should have hooked that up earlier. Yeah. 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 I, I just got put onto it this week. So it's... Oh, um, sorry, man. I've been listening to yeah, that. Yeah, I've been listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like, so far, it's like all of the new, uh, uh, new Testament. Yeah. They, they put like sick beats next to, um, yeah. um underneath them. They've got like different people. Um, reading it, I think it's the NLT yeah. version. So we've got people like Otomus, um, Propaganda, uh, Joseph Solomon, yeah. And I think that's all the people I know that's <laughs> doing it. But yeah, um, I've been listening to it and it, it really does change how you like hear the Bible. Yeah. Like having it on the, um, with, with a beat underneath it, mm. like that as well. So yeah, I, I definitely um, recommend you listen to them. Cool. So this week, I kind of went into the archives and I've been listening to some of the old 116 albums. Okay. And Before they took Christ out of the mission statement? Way before that. Okay. Um, <laughs> Just check it. I can't even say anything because they did. <laughs> this one is from 2007. Okay. So this one was actually before I, can, I became a Christian. Um, but this, this album is, is dope. Um, 116... 13 letters oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. so they I literally that one. just wrap through the 13 um letters from paul yeah to the, the different epi um, epistles and stuff um 
and it's dope. Yeah. It's dope. Shailin goes mad on um, Romans. Yeah. Like, oi! That's sick. Um, yeah. There's, ironically, there's like 20 or 17 tracks. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, Should seven, be eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen tracks. Yeah, thirteen letters, eighteen tracks. They've got like bonus songs. Um, yeah, and it's it's all it's like a vet. It's almost along the same lines as the Bible, where it's like it's just rapping through yeah the books and just kind of not summarizing it per se, but just going through the contents. Contents. Um, it's dope. Stop. Cool. Yes, cool, cool, cool. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Um, join the conversation. Who are, you? Who, who, who are your role models? Who are not your role models? Is it me? Um, what do you think is the best pizza company? I say it's Pizza Hut. Moses it says, says it's Papa John's. Papa John's. You know, I say Pizza Hut if you're in the restaurant. I did mention that in the restaurant. No, if you're in the restaurant, it's Pizza Express. No, Ooh. it is. If you're in the restaurant, it's Ooh. Pizza Express. Nah. Their pizzas are on point. Do you know what? I might have to side with nah, 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 nah. It's clean. It's nice. It's fresh. Pizza it. Hut gives you that doughy, full taste that gives you uh, something to pop a bite into yeah. when you're eating it. Uh, that's what you need. Uh, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's the poverty mindset. <laughs> Apologies, guys. <laughs> if you like Pizza Hut, run. Man, pizza Hut is the one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, shout out to Root for the intro. <laughs> shout out to in- shout out to Root for the intro and outro music. Calvin Turner for the You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash the Blackstone Furnace. No apostrophe. On all good podcasts and websites and apps, including iTunes and Spotify. Look for the Blacksons Furnace with the push. <laughs> the Twitter <laughs> is at the Furnace UK. Our email address is tbestfurnace at hotmail.com. Um, I think that's everything. <laughs> you know? Um, oh, G, man. I think these guys are done. Father <laughs> <sighs> Robert just kept on going. <laughs> That was so, one of us has to be professional, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys. Uh, yeah, I guess this is the Blacksmith's final signing out. Blow. <laughs>